What's going on? What's up? Music Radio Olympics Edition. We're out in uh, Pyeongchang in South Korea. We're live from Pyeongchang. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where we are. <laughs> we are not there. <laughs> We're in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the Olympic Fanfare, written by John Williams, if you didn't know that. John Williams, known for Harry Potter. No, for Jurassic Park. Did he do Harry Potter? Yes. Look it up. I didn't know Psycho, that. known for Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Let's go. Apparently the Olympics, too. Um, so, the Olympics doesn't have much to do with music, but... Oh, Someone does, though. Someone but, uh, in the Olympics might have a little bit to do with music. God. <laughs> it is going out of control. Okay, <laughs> that was crazy. Um, but the Olympics are cool. You've been watching it. Uh, yeah, it's like my favorite time to be alive. Last yeah. night, because obviously the time difference. So if you come home from work like I did at one a.m., you're catching like good stuff yeah. because it's morning over there. And I made an effort to like stay awake to watch uh, Chloe Kim oh, yeah. snowboarding, and Killed I it. literally fell asleep right when she did her pass that sucks (laughs) i on the couch so i know she got the gold but i didn't see any of it i stayed awake last night just to see sean white absolutely kill it um and then i went to bed because it was like 11 but i stayed up specifically to see the men's half pipe (laughs) we're gonna celebrate team usa and uh we're gonna play sean white's band uh, oh, wow. Have you ever heard this? I have not. <laughs> I think he plays drums. I don't know. We're just going to play it, though. Bad Things. Nice. It's called Caught Inside. Hopefully, it doesn't sound like bad things. Hopefully, it sounds like good <laughs> Team USA! Yeah. Supporting it. Let's go do some, like, 940 McChicken yeah. twists. <laughs> some cinnamon twists from Taco <laughs> <It's> Bell. <McFlurries>. <laughs> <laughs> Do a triple decker smoothie king, dude. I didn't even inter- I didn't introduce you, dude. Jake Taylor Swift. <laughs> What's up? Not on Team USA. For sure, not on We're Team USA. Talking the entire- we need to give some space for Sean White's band. I-, I think we need to give less space to Sean White's band. You don't like it? Do you know Sean White and Jack White are related? Yes. Yeah, it's a common thing. And Jack Black. Yeah, Jack Black's like their twice removed cousin. Yeah. yeah. All part of the color family. No. You gotta be real. I don't hate or love it. I feel very indifferent to it. Yeah. It's well, it's Sean White's band, and that's how I'll know it to be. Well, okay. If you want to listen to Bad Things by <laughs> Sean White's band, or Caught Inside by Sean White's band, Bad Things... You can do that in your life. If, if you that's do something that. you want to do, <laughs> you can do it. Go do it. Yeah, you do that. That's another way to support Team USA, like we are <laughs> over here. Um, all right. Well, we got a lot going on today. We got a fun segment that you're going to be doing. It's called Jazz with Jake, the first time ever first live time ever. in the world. Jake's going to deconstruct some old jazz standards, tell us about them, and he's going to play them with his sweet little Jake Taylor Swift voice. <laughs> My voice and fingers will be doing some work today. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's happening. Um, but before we do that, in typical music radio fashion, uh, did you listen to anything when you were driving over here? What are you listening to right now? 
Uh, I just listen to podcasts. I actually yeah, don't listen to a lot funny. of music currently. But Shoshana Bean's album did drop this week. Which Shoshana was, Beam or Bean? Bean. Okay. So she she's a really interesting cat because she's been around a long time. <laughs> um, and she is like one of the most incredible uh, like female power vocalists. Like I'm not kidding. Sick. She's one of the best I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Um, little tiny white girl. She's done like Broadway related things. She's done gospel related things. She's done jazz related things. And she is legitimately I, I everyone should look her up she has a performance with brian mcknight oh yeah she did it like <laughs> some soul awards i mean she is something else and so she just dropped a big band album which is something different for her she's never done and so i haven't given it a full listen to yet but i need to and i recommend other people do it because she's like so famous amongst singers but also not famous, but it's like she sells out all her tours and she yeah. doesn't do like stadiums. Or that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's a great tip. Shoshana Bean. Check it out. Um, now we do need to talk about the new Justin Timberlake. Yeah. What do you think? Man of the woods. A man in the woods. It Just a guy yeah. in the woods. So I think we should backtrack a little bit. We should talk about his performance at the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's do that. Um, it was really hard for me to watch after watching Bruno Mars because it looked like no, dude. <laughs> he looked so bad <laughs> compared to Bruno Mars, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but he's still JT. I feel like he's kind of washed up at this point, which is fine because he's JT. But yeah, <clears throat> I see. I yeah. What do you yeah. think? What do you think of the the whole performance? Um, I mean, I don't know. You're always amazed by people who can do that because they're like running around and then they're j- dancing and then they're throwing a mic and then, you know, it's just, it's always like impressive, but it was just weird. It's kind of cheesy. Yeah, it was, I don't know. The dancing was pretty bad. Singing was. I also didn't watch cute. it in like optimal place to watch it. I was like yeah. in a bar and it was loud and I wasn't like glued to it, but, um. Yeah, it just wasn't like captivating my attention like the years that Bruno did it and um, Gaga. Gaga was so good. I know. It was it, it actually kind of bummed me out to see JT be so marginal. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I feel like that's the perfect word. And then he did that thing where he took the selfie with the kid, and it was so funny how fast the memes hit the internet where they were yeah. like, "That kid's like, who is this weird guy? My mom's obsessed." Yeah, with. dude, his face was hilarious, man. I thought that was so funny. What's weird is JT, I guess, is no longer for like kids. It's our generation. It's like really the last generation that grew up with him. You know, it's yeah. like the. You know, the mid '90s kids are the only kids who are like really remember in sync being yeah. popular. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so now it's like JT is a little bit washed up. 2020 was the sickest thing ever. I know that's, but, but that's to get into Man of the Woods. I like 2020. I was so down to listen to. I was so about that they had hits. I loved how every song was like long. It had yeah. like a song, and then it had like a like a breakdown mm-hmm. of the song, um, and. I was so pumped to listen to it. In Man of the Woods, I genuinely found myself like being stoked to listen to it. Then I'm driving, then I'm listening, and then I'm like, check my phone. Dang, it's song seven. Yeah. <laughs> I have seven more to go. Yeah. You know, being like, let's get this thing over with. Like, I just, it did not grab my attention at all. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I read a Pharrell quote where he said that 
as like like the biggest struggle for the most famous pop stars in the world is to connect like vulnerably one-on-one with fans and he said that's what JT's doing with this album and I was like I feel a hundred percent the opposite I feel like it's a thing that you listen to and then at the end you're like good job next <laughs> like I seriously don't feel like connected to him in any way shape yeah. or form I feel like I'm watching this like Thing I could never approach ever do a thing but I mean I listened to it because I had to because it's Justin Timberlake and um, I don't know I guess even the songs with like Alicia Keys and Chris Stapleton I feel like awesome features cool that it's in the middle of the record songs are not strong enough though I'm super glad you said all of that so I didn't have to because <laughs> I mean I, I you know I don't want to hate things no like I like I this so is so ready for I it, know man, man. And I wanted songs like That Girl, and I wanted yeah. songs like Push Your Love Girl. Mirrors was Mirror. like the strongest track of that Suit year. It was tie, insane. You know? And then it's like, even Spaceship Q, it's like, the thing about 2020 was the more you got into it, the more you loved it. And like maybe you that's said, what this will be. Maybe. And, and maybe, that being said, it's like, immediately when I heard Push, Push Your Love Girl, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, when it comes out of the little symphony playing, and it goes, bent, bent. Yeah, you're like oh, and I do feel like he's genuinely like, I just it just feels more approachable as a fan. Like I can connect with that album a little more. I feel like I'm seeing a little bit more JT. And this was supposed to be his like home album. This is supposed to be like the one that we connect with. This is supposed to be the one that's like back to my roots. Yeah, I feel so far away from it. I know. I I don't know what that means because it's like they say he's the man of the woods and there's like really no country elements in this. There's no, well, there's a lot of like acoustic guitar, <laughs> which sure. I guess immediately makes it. A country. I guess, but I think I you said know. it right I, too. I was like more roots and soul, I suppose, but I don't know, man. Like I that was song flannels, like kind of him like, but I, the idea, I'm sorry. It's just like kind of dumb. Yeah, I know that shouldn't, but, I'm like now I'm getting to the point where I'm just saying dumb stuff. No, I, I don't think that's true. So, I was talking with somebody the other day about about Tolkien, J.R.R. Tolkien, the guy who wrote Lord of the Rings. Yeah, every every JT fan knows that J.R.R. Tolkien is like the, his a companion idol. piece yeah. to, to any no, Justin Timberlake. But I think this is really important because uh, J.R.R. Tolkien wrote a book called The Cimmerillion, and it's like this super intense book about like elves and shit. I don't know where you're going, but I'm I'm in. <laughs> well. Uh, I, I am a fan of like you know fantasy and lore and whatnot, and I decided to read this and embark on that endeavor, and it was a disaster. It was like the hardest thing for me to read. I, I didn't like it at all. In fact, I didn't absolutely love Lord of the Rings, but I love the lore of Lord of the Rings. I love the movies and stuff like that. You but mean the book you didn't love. The book got I didn't it, love as it, much. <clears throat> but uh, the Cimmerillion is J.R.R. Tolkien's like famed, he his self proclaimed greatest thing he's like this is the most me i could be this is the best thing i could be and my friend the other day he was like isn't it incredible about artists that often the thing that they love the most about their music or the thing that they love most about their art or whatever often is the thing that is the least approachable by their fans wow and i was like that is such a true statement is i feel like every single time i write this song that i absolutely love i'm like and you're like really stoked, like this is so it. I play it like, <laughs> like I don't get Try it again. at all. Yeah. And that's what I feel like this album was like JT was like, oh sick, this is gonna be tight, and then like puts sick it voice, out. By the way, <laughs> and then puts it out, and everyone was like, yeah, what? dude, 
it's cool because it's JT, but past it being cool because it's JT, it was tough for me. Yeah. Well, I'm going to leave it on what you just said because I thought that was perfect. Um, and it's because I just really want to talk about Black Panther because, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Dude. Ah! This is so sick. I didn't know it was happening. I know. I had no idea that the movie was going to have a hip-hop album companion piece to it that really has nothing to do with the movie. It's just a dope album to get you ready. And some of the songs are in the movie. I'm pretty and sure it literally like, plays like an album. It doesn't play like a soundtrack. It's This movie is like everyone is so heavily anticipating this movie. And then, and then they drop this album and now everybody is like, okay, let's go. Like we literally cannot wait another week. Dude, I, I was like, yeah, I'll see the movie for sure. It's going to be important. And then this came out and I was like, ah, I want to see it right I, now. I know. And so, okay, so I was talking with somebody about Marvel today. So this is becoming more of a... Uh, a piece on folklore, lore, and movies. At I this think point. we're just gonna talk about elves. This and is Lord movie of the radio. And What's superheroes. Up? <laughs> but Marvel has put out some some of their best work recently. Yeah. And so we're getting to a point now where this is like the first epic black superhero, oh, dude. And the soundtrack is awesome. It's so the powerful. actors are Crazy. awesome. The the hype is epic and. I am so ready. And it comes out on my birthday. Jake Taylor Swift. 23. Jake Swift, dude. 2K18. <laughs> so what's up? It. And actually, this is the first time I've really enjoyed Kendrick Lamar. So it's because he, when Damn came out, people were like, we want a little more, which is crazy. Yeah, it is. Fans crazy. just want and want and want. And he did put out a statement saying, I get it. There will be more. And, this is and I one. thought that was going to be like the deluxe addiction or addiction, the del- <laughs> deluxe addiction, the deluxe Kendrick Lamar addiction, <laughs> the deluxe edition where it's uh, the track listing is backwards. Yeah. And it's like, it says a different story, which is enough. That's Can crazy. Can you imagine doing that? Yeah. That's enough. But then he did say there will be more and people were like, no, there's going to be more music. This is literally a Kendrick album. Marvel had him produce the whole album. That is so cool. With Top Dog Entertainment, which is his label and Sizz's label. And uh, he had them, like he had Kendrick scout the people that he wanted for the project that he thought lined up with the vision. That's sick. Like, could you ask for anything better from Marvel? And just as a music fan and like superhero, just movie fan, hip hop, rap fan, like I'm a fan of culture. I'm just getting too much. A fan much. of the times, you know? know. It's like we've been wanting a change in all these movies where we're like, this let's song too, let's man. give more, you know? Let's let's change up the culture of it. And here we go. And they're doing it right. And wow. that's what I like. It's like they went to the people who really wanted this. Like they went to the people who are like, you want this superhero movie. You want it to be done right. You want the music to be done right. So you do it. And like oh, that's know, what dude. I love. It wasn't like people who were like, I know what these people are gonna like. They went to the people and they were like, you guys create this, because you'll so do excited. it better. Yeah. Yeah. So excited, man! Black Panther is a great album. If you haven't listened to it, make sure you do it, because I know some people overlooked it, thinking I'm not gonna listen to like a superhero movie soundtrack. It's not that. It is an album, and it's crazy. Um, so check that out. It's really sick. Um, man really excited for this we're gonna move on to our segment i think this is the first official segment we've ever done uh because we haven't recorded any of it but uh we're gonna do jazz with jake what's up all right i'm stoked man you're gonna be going over some jazz standards yeah uh so i used to just play jazz standards in an italian restaurant 
when I was like 18 to 20 years old. I just played three times a week in this restaurant and they paid me the good bucks and I just played jazz standards and old people used to love it. And so I got really accustomed to playing a lot of these songs and I ended up learning a lot about the history because I would talk to people who were literally living in the time that these songs were hits. Um, And so I ended up learning a lot from them just sitting at the bar after I would play. And so I'm excited to share some of my stories and why these songs are popular and hear my voice you know yes i can't wait dude let's do it um so this first song this is one that's like always a crowd hit because pretty much everybody has heard it and knows it and is very familiar with it because frank sinatra's version was so popular um, it quite literally went to the moon on the Apollo 11 or something crazy like that. It's wild. <laughs> they literally brought it up there and they played it. Uh, this song is called Fly Me to the Moon. Uh, it was written by Bart Howard. Um, it was made most famous by Frank Sinatra and Count Basie. Uh, they played a chart that was written by Quincy Jones. And those are three huge names that made this song incredibly popular. This song is incredibly simple. It kind of just has this descending circle of this. And then it just kind of does the same thing. Over and over and over again with some, you know, slight alterations. But um, Frank Sinatra did this in his time uh, with Count Basie. It became one of the biggest hits ever in terms of swing. Um, and really put jazz continues to put jazz on the map for me because I feel like I can play this song for kids in our generation and they're like oh my gosh I love that song and that's so cool to me because there's a lot of old jazz standards that only people over the age of 60 know and they're like please play I don't know strangers in the night or in the wee smallers of the morning whatever it might be but this is the one song that I feel like transfers over so well so I want to share it with you right now Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like On Jupiter and Mars In other words Hold my hand Baby, in other words I want you to kiss me Fill my heart with song, let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. Oh, in other words, I love you. Let me sing forevermore You 
I long for all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. Baby, in other words, in other words, I love you. That is Five Million Moon, written by Bart Howard, made most famous by Frank Sinatra. You should check it out. It's an incredible song. Um, the second one we're going to talk about today, since it's so close to Valentine's Day, uh, is My Funny Valentine. Um, My Funny Valentine was written by Richard Rogers. Uh, the lyrics were written by Lawrence Hart. Um, Richard Rogers, if you don't know who that is, he wrote songs like I Could Write a Book. He wrote uh, a lot of stuff that was made famous by Frank Sinatra, not specifically for him. He has so many songs that are in uh, the American Songbook. Let me see what I have here by him. Um, he wrote Blue Moon. He wrote Where or When. Um, he had a lot of songs that were in a lot of musicals back in the day. Anyway, this song, My Funny Valentine, um, is a really interesting song because it is very uh, – it's heavy with melodrama. Um, it has a really sad overtone. And then it emphasizes the relative major in the choruses. And so it has this sense of really true emotion and a true relationship within the song. You experience the sadness of loving somebody because love is kind of this sad thing. And it's funny that no matter what generation you live in, love is kind of the same. It, it can be very sad. It can be very happy. And this song, I feel like, captures that in such an amazing way. And so this is My Funny Valentine. My funny valentine Sweet comic valentine You make me smile with my heart Your looks are laughable, unphotographable, yet you're my favorite work of art. Is your figure less than Greek? Is your mouth a little weak when you open it to speak? Are you smart? Don't change your hair for me. Baby, not if you care for me. Stay funny, Valentine. Stay.
Valentine's Day. Dude, I love hearing you do that, man. That was awesome. Thank yeah. you for doing that. Of course, man. Thank you. I love doing this segment. I can't wait to do more. Yeah, there's going to be plenty more where that came from. That was Music Radio today. And cue the Olympic fanfare. Make sure you watch Team USA. Yeah, let's go. What a letdown. It, was <laughs> like, it wasn't even there. Let's try again. Dude. Let's go from the beginning. Go for the go, top. Go, go, go. Out. Oh boy. <laughs> we suck. Dude, that was the that was the best ending ever. You gotta keep the whole thing. Yeah, that was good. And, oh, and-